No need to whine and slimy blues up. Have some wine and join us on the Whiny Palooza podcast with Rebecca Green. Welcome to the Whiny Palooza podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Green. I'm a wife, mother of three, and licensed clinical social worker. I also have three fur babies at home, too. My passion has always been to help children and their families. I always dreamed of being a wife and a mother. Parents are always learning through their struggles, failures, and successes and joys. I am no stranger to this wild ride of parenting, and I know behind every great parent lies a team of supportive friends and family. I want to be part of your support system. I want you to know that you are not alone. We are in this parenting world together. Join me every week for insightful discussions with experts on parenting and marriage, as well as other parents who have found the secret to successes in parenthood. You'll learn tips and tricks to make life with your family better than ever. I hope you will follow along with me while we dive into what it takes to achieve a happy family. Thank you my wonderful friends for doing my first Whiny Palooza podcast. I'm super excited. You should have seen me running around this morning like an excited uh, little girl. (laughs) Thank you for reading my book this month. Um, This is my book club and they read my book this month so I'm so excited. And um, you had a question. So should we start with your question? Sure. How did Lily end up getting a hair around her toe anyway? Okay, so what I learned through this process is that in the laundry, like my hair and her hair will get caught in the laundry inside the socks, mm-hmm. inside the pajamas. And so either her footy pajamas or her sock had one of my hairs. And um, I don't know, Seth discovered it. I wasn't home. And Seth discovered it wrapped around her toe. And he was like, you have to come home. And I'm like, you're crazy. Like, just cut it off her foot. Just get it. And he's like, I can't get it off. Mm-hmm. And then I got home and I was like, I can't get it off either. You have to pause. So Seth knew the owner of Urgent Care. So I shoved him and Lily out the door and I said, go, just take her there. I can't get it off. She'll cut it off in two seconds. Well, 45 minutes later, they were still waiting and it was like this whole big deal. And I was like, okay, you're not sending my baby to the hospital for a hair. Like get this hair off. And I was in like my mama bear, like mean, like do it, like get the, get the IV in, like stop pricking her. Like it was horrible. But the lady just cut her skin a little bit and cut it off. But it was, like, so wrapped. You can lose a toe. Oh. I've heard about it, but I'm like, how does that happen? And I've never known anybody who's happened to Well, and then I posted something, and everybody was like, oh, you have to check. You have to wash your stuff separately, which I don't do. You have to turn socks inside out. You have to turn footy pajamas inside out. I'm like, I still don't. I need to, like, I need to follow that advice. I find my daughter's hair in the wash all the time. So, yeah. So it can happen. Want. And it was, it was, it was scary. Right. It was scary. I just am glad that she didn't have to go to the hospital yeah. and be put under. And it could be like this whole ordeal. Like, well, being a hairstylist, you know, we get hair everywhere, everywhere. all the time. And you can get hair slivers. Yes, I've and heard of that. They are painful. But when it was wrapped, that was my initial thing. Like, I had to be in the laundry, or my initial thought. And then um, I just couldn't figure out, like you're saying, why they couldn't get it off. I thought that you and Jamie, I thought they would know everything. And Jamie's like, yeah, no. <laughs> She's like, I did not know everything. 
Yeah. <laughs> I think I was, was to, like you said, like cut it yourself. Like, you know, the um, yes. steam ripper? Yes. Would have taken the steam ripper. No, I'm saying I thought that you would know all my stories. Oh, oh, oh. I thought yeah. you would no, know I'm all not. the stories. And yeah. you and you texted me and you're like, I do not know all these no, stories. I'm not, because I cannot keep up with you. Yes, you can. <laughs> Yeah, you all do. You all do. Can I ask, do you mind if I start with my first question? Go for it. Um, what was your favorite chapter or moment in the book? <laughs> Just because it's quintessential yes. outing with your family. Oh, my God. And you think it's going to be so fun? Yeah. They hate it. They wanted just to do something that you could have done. Yes. Oh, all that uh, money. All the money. <laughs> Yeah, and it was October, and we were in jeans, and we were sweating, and I'm like, and the bills came is on. Why the hell is people here? It was very, very symbolic of just trying to make a nice memory. Yeah. It's an example of, like, you can't force these things. Yes. The true ones that they're going to remember just happen on their own. Yes. That's that's true. This whole thing, and it's never going to work out. That's an excellent point. Right? Our plans don't always work out. That is for sure. I think a common theme for you is birthday party and birthday party planning. Yeah. yeah. And also how, how the holidays shape your everyday life and your... Because I remember so much of actually you going through these things. I remember yeah. the uh, baby naming and um, the... Yes. Or yes. The, um, uh, so, um, the coach at your house. Yes. The very last one. You were moving in the middle of all this chaos. <laughs> I And what I learned by the time that I finished the book, I was like, okay, your biggest lesson is to be easier on yourself. So I was pissed that I had let that whole year go by. And then I was like, no, look at all these pages that you have. Just be thankful for what you wrote. But life happens. And that's not always the case. My favorite, maybe chapter in your book was the delivery of Max. And I was just crying because as your kids get older, you don't remember that how little they were in the chaos that involved and how your house was so messy and now it's so clean. Like my kids are older and in and out, in and out. I just blow my house along will all be day long. One, so one day, one day my house will be It brought back the baby memories. Yeah. That was very cute. I also like how you preface for us that the, the goal and the intention is sometimes yeah. different from the outcome. And you have to always gauge yourself to be, not be, only be easier on yourself but to give yourself credit yeah but also to um for you like a type a personality you have to also like you in the car with the dvd and the whole situation. <laughs> let's talk about the dvd player <laughs> that is bad you have to be, get, be able to go with the flow which i i'm learning that and parenting parenting and motherhood and being a type A personality, are, they will ruin you if you if you try to stick to your original. Yes. So yeah. when I had Max, I never went to bed without the house clean. And by the time I had Lily, it was all out the window. Um, but you picked my favorite one. That's why I'm crying. Aww. That's my favorite one. And I cry every time <laughs> well, I read I was it. in labor with my daughter, too, and ended up with a C-section. Yes. So yours was a little different than mine, but I can relate. 
Yes. And after 25 hours and three hours of pushing and being so sore from that process and then being cut mm. open, that was like to wake up to that pain was just, I still remember the pain and I didn't even care about my baby. I was in so much pain. I was like, I, we had a boy. What? And I was like, I don't care. I just okay. With me, your surprise. Yeah. Too. I'm like, just give me pain meds. I don't care about anything. Yeah. And then the four o'clock panic, the four o'clock AM wake up panic of Seth, where is he? Go get him right now. He's not inside of me. Go get him. <laughs> I'm like, right now. <laughs> Okay, what did you relate most to? Something in the book that maybe um, spoke to you and your parenting, something that you related to most. I will say your ability to carry on traditions and be with your family, because that is us as well. I love that. Yeah. Yes, I think I'm starting to actually embrace it more and stop being so stressed out about it. Like the house doesn't have to be perfect. Right. The food doesn't have to be perfect. I guess by the third kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think also for me, it was the amount of chaos that ensued <laughs> when yes. they introduced gymnastics and dance and sports and all the things that they want to do versus they say they want to do it or don't want to do it, but you just need to pick something and let them do what they are prone to doing or what they're good at. Um, I think part of it for you is wanting them to be happy, but also not wanting to drag them there if they don't want to do it. Um, I think for you, you know, who's driving the bus was also a common theme. And, um, you know, you got to stay in your driver's seat, man. Stay firm, keep your seatbelt on, yeah. don't let those kids in off the, you got to, they can't cross the yellow line. You make it look like but, that chaos won't in happen though like this is gonna be fun it's gonna be fun it's gonna be fun <laughs> i just die laughing because then it goes Woo! <laughs> you know i think that um i love relaxing like i do love my moments relaxing but the chaos like yesterday yesterday was non-stop which is perfect for my birthday and like seth was falling asleep on the couch at 10 o'clock and i was like Wednesday and I will be getting like so serious and what? <laughs> he's, he's sitting all lounge back there like I'm up there I'm like intense I'm like ready and he's lounging back there making his jokes I'm like he brings the 
comic relief, right? Well, not only that, but he actually has some really excellent points. Yeah. He does. He grounds you. Yes. Because yeah. otherwise, you're like a helium balloon. <laughs> <to> <laughs> yeah. blow up. And that string has got to be very, very long for Seth to hold on to. Because you're off and running and ground you. Jamie, you nailed it. <laughs> well, and I, my head is like that. He told me yesterday about the car being up July 1st and I wanted to vomit. And I was like, what? I thought I had a month. Yeah, but you know what? You have like six July days. 1st. So yes. all this time, yes. you know, based yes. on when you started, yes. you yeah. give yourself a leeway. Yes. Um, but I think a lot of your, the decision-making, like ob the decision-making differences between you and Seth. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I think he just makes a snap decision, knows what he wants. And yes. That's not typical yes. of a woman. Yes. However, I think that um, I've taken a page of, from many pages from Ari's book on that same exact topic. Mm. I just have to be more concise and be realistic and just think of like, what do I need to do to get this wrapped up? Because otherwise it's just going to escalate. And, you know. Well, he said something yesterday and, and you're saying that there isn't a wrong decision. Like, you can't make a wrong decision. Like, it's a car. Right. Mm -hmm. Just in general in life, like, a decision is not going to, like, not, well, it could ruin your life if we're talking about marriage or something, but a car is not going to ruin your life. Like, right. just pick a car. You're just stuck dragging everyone's friends around, <laughs> which is the minivan life. Um, so, <laughs> so he was laughing at me because at middle school, um, the kids all jump in my car. And he is like, you're not basing your decision on anyone else this time. Yeah. No children, not, not our kids, not other kids. He's like, you are picking something for you. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I do think that you just have to get your checklist and just narrow it down to like yeah. four. And, and you can then live with things you can't live with. Right. And you know what? In three years, there's some other new thing going to come out that will not, your, your needs will change. And um, the beauty of this is that you can excellent point. You can reinvent yourself three years from now, and there really is not a wrong answer. All safety ratings are basically the same. Mm. Um, you know, brand new is brand new. It's going to be better than what you have now. You're yes. always going to upgrade. Yes. So you know there'll be a blog about this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Decision making and motherhood. Yes. That's yes. The story. Yes. Ab oh my God! Absolutely. And I and I used to be worse. I've learned a lot. I used to be worse. Should I stay on that or should I move on? Next question. It was, what made you laugh? Oh. <laughs> Does anyone have anything or should I move on? I, I have a different person. Yes. I really like the, the back and forth. Know. We're going to call it Seth's segments. <laughs> segments with Seth. Segments with Seth. <laughs> it's like what Ellen comes up with on her show. Um, segments. It's your friend, Corny. <laughs> yes. Yes. If it's Seth's voice, maybe Seth should come up with a marketing terminology. He likes it. He likes it. Okay. What made you cry? So I book, kept reading and reading. I'm like, do they have any pets? What's going on here? So you really didn't really address the pet situation until sort of the end quarter. And, you know, I know that pets play a huge part in most families' lives. And um, I just, I would have liked to have read more about the kids' interactions with the cats before. Yeah when you had hope and not learn about hope, you know, toward the end when you were being introduced to Faith and Joy and Tanner too. Um, I, I still remember those moments talking to you about hope and about your thought process during that really hard time. And um, I know that was an emotional time. It still is, continues to be an emotional time, but that was the hardest for me because I, 
you know, I've lived it myself, I've lived it with you. Yes, it's hard. And um, it's something that just, you know, especially how it relates to Max and his needs. Yes. And you put his needs. Yes. Needs. Yes, I did. And that's <laughs> I did. That's sort of the entire <laughs> definition of motherhood. Putting yeah. the child's needs before your needs, before the other yes. parents' needs, before yes. the needs of anyone else outside of the family. And I think that is a huge, huge lesson because you did the right thing. And I promised you a hundred times that I waited three years and, and it, that didn't work. I didn't want him to be sad for three years, but I want to address your question because I can answer that question. Um, we had three old cats. They were elderly. And the two, when I met Seth, he had two boys. And the boys were Seth's cats. I mean, they loved me, but they were all about their daddy. And they were so attached to him. And Hope was mine. And Hope was all about me. And they did not bond to our kids. They were our pets. And there wasn't, they didn't want a ton of interaction from the kids. And they had their people. The boys loved their daddy. And Hope loved her mommy. And when they passed, it was a totally different situation because Max picked our cats and the cats bonded to Seth and they didn't, you're shaking your head. Well, talk, you can talk. The cats- Enjoy bonded, we're bonded, are bonded to Max. I, I just said that, honey. You didn't, you said they bonded to Seth. And okay, to so Max picked Faith and Joy and the cats became Max's cats. He picked them, he came up with their names. They were all about Max. They loved me, but they didn't, but Seth wasn't ready. He didn't bond with them and he was feeling sad. So he was like, it's time to get a dog. It's time to get a buddy for me. He, listen, after I begged you for 15 years, okay? He was ready. Okay, so he was ready. He was ready. And he, and he went with me and loved Tanner. And then he went himself, got Tanner, brought Tanner home and wanted that like alone bonding time because he needed a buddy. And guess what? He is Seth's buddy. I mean, he loves all of us, but the cats just, it's interesting when you have kids and you get pets when you have kids versus when you get pets before kids. So those were our before kids pets that just loved their parents. Maybe I, that's why I didn't give them enough book time. The topic itself does deserve yes. more, um, analysis yes because it's a huge important part of the i'm writing that down growing up yes and you see now how tanner has evolved your family into this new yes. active family of, of doing different different types of activities yes um and how the cats and the interactions and it's just a whole the personalities come out and i feel like it's a definite moment of growth Yes. And it, it should be, and I think that a lot of people don't realize what animals do for their... So maybe we can write a blog together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Maybe we can add some more pet stuff. I think it's a good sidebar. I, well, it does a lot for our families. Right. So we can relate. But it's also, you know, mental health, you know, physical well-being. Um, you know, it, it does a lot. It, it says a lot to speak to your profession. Yes. Um, in terms of being a tool. Yes, you're 100% right. I was just going to say that there's a big difference, first of all, between cats and dogs. Yes. Cats are very, they play favorites. There's no doubt about yes. it. Dogs are just like, give me attention, all right, I'm happy. And if you have cats and then have children, it's very disruptive to them because they were your kids. Yes, they were. It's not going to be that bonding. Yes. I mean, very rarely I would think that would occur unless it was a kitten when you had the kids. Yes. Whereas a dog, I think that they can kind of 
relationship over time. So that completely makes sense. That yes. The cats before kids and then yes. they bonded with the children once they came. Yes, they tolerated. Yeah. <laughs> it's more like <laughs> what did anything <laughs> did did anything make you cry in the book? Um you can say no. Not crying, but I just I found it very touching and I hope that you know, both of you, how lucky you are to have like a true partnership when it comes to raising the kids. Because every husband is different in what they see as their contribution to the family unit. And I think Seth is more hands-on in a different manner of like getting down in the trenches and you know just like telling you go lock up the kids. Like not everybody does that. It's and true. It's, it's very it was very touching to see that there's you know not that dads don't do that aren't good but it's just different. It seems like a very different dynamic than I think that Seth's dad gave me a blessing and he doesn't realize it and I should thank him because he was never home. And so it affected Seth and he wanted his dad home. So he was like, I'm not going to do that to my kids. I'm going to make sure I'm home more than my dad was. And his dad was just trying to provide and was working a couple jobs and wasn't being a da bad dad. He was trying to make money. I appreciate you, Mr. Uh, manager over there. Um, I have to say what made yes, me cry. Yes, I was going to ask you. No, that was different that was question. Different. That was different. Okay, tell us what made you cry. Um, Maxim's bar mitzvah. Oh. It ties in family and your traditions within your religion, but it's also him coming of this age and this moment in time that he has to go through and would go through um, but all your planning around it and then the pandemic hits and then you're on zoom and it's just unfolding in front of us and you had a vision of that day but yet it became something different and it went so well oh. but it also makes you realize what's important and what's not important yes like for that day that's an excellent point and that you guys were just all together and all like could see each other was just and really hits home. Thank you. I'm glad Zoom decided to work that day. <laughs> Don't make, she's gonna make me cry. I'm not gonna look at her. Oh. Um, is there anything that you learned that you can apply to parenthood? <laughs> pray. I, I do pray a lot. I do pray a lot. I love your little prayers. You like my prayers. I do. I like when you started shifting into the lessons learned yes the end. yes because i think you should take every challenge and thing that comes up whether it's difficult or really enjoyable and kind of evaluate it and say okay what can i take away from this yes like i need to calm down things aren't that big of a deal you can tie it in with the formats but like take away all the frills and the party mm -hmm. and, the, and we were healthy yeah yeah yep. you still like at the core of it you were able to do what was most important Yes. Right. That was to have that ceremony to have family be present for it, even though they were distant. Yes. So I really liked that. Um, also, sometimes it made me feel like I need to be more proactive about trying to make memories with my kids, Aww. especially now that they're older. I don't want to be. I know. I, yes. I know. I understand. I see for five seconds yesterday. I get it. Literally. I get it. She went to bed before I asked say good night. So. Teenagers are a whole different ball of wax. 
I dragged him to the sculpture sculpture park. You and their little kid toys. Yep. We're just gonna do this with you. Yeah. We're gonna do this. Yeah. Complain, but at least they did it with you. Yeah. Especially yeah. teenagers that drive. Oh my God! It's <laughs> and I can come and go, come and go. Oh. Go to work, go to school, come back, go out with their boyfriend, come back. Oh, it gets worse. <laughs> Little kids, little problems. Big kids, big problems. With older kids, because they're going to be contributing to, and they're going to be having a say in what what you're doing. And what's Great. important to them and what's important to you might not be the same, so you have to find that middle ground. And you also have to listen to them. Yes. Listen to your instincts, but also listen to them. Yes. Like dragging any amount of children into Walmart is a definite. <laughs> That was hilarious. The number one, you did that. That was hilarious. Seth also permissed this to happen. I did that many more times than I wrote about to many more stores. Because that to me is because well, you know what? Because I this is this is my thought process. We're gonna go as a family and we're gonna go shopping and it's gonna be great. And then I'm like, Seth is like, why do you do this? makes for good TV or good blogging. I think for your own mental state, probably <laughs> Maybe not, not so much. There's so much more you could do with that time that if you wanted to zip it and zip out or even just go in and just go up and down every aisle, but without the aggravation. Yeah, I think you're right. A lot of aggravation for yourself in the light of trying to make fun of it, yeah. or not make fun of it, but make it fun for everyone. family time, family time. There's a list of things that family time you can do for family time and a list of things that's not fun at all. Yeah, but I think we can all relate to the Walmart trip because with the little kids, like you're going to buy a bike and Max is like, are you buying all the stuff that she's throwing in the cart? And you're like, no, I'm just selling it. And I just learned to do that. I just ignored her. I just went and and then I would start, as she would put it in, I would just start taking it out. And she was so oblivious to what I was doing. But I think there's, you know, there's times to take them and there's times that they come. Yes. Yes. So just you're it. good. You're good at that. Pressure from yourself, and you have you're with just one kid. Well, it is, yeah. and you have you know do it at times when Seth is home, or your parents can watch them, or they're at a friend's house playing, or yeah. whatever the case, just to make it easier on yourself. Well, now it's much easier because now it's who wants to go to Target with me? Who wants to go to Wegmans with me? And it's usually not me. Yep. Not me. And I'm like, okay, bye. And I can just leave Max with them now because you know I'm in a different stage of life. Yeah. When I re when I started writing that, they were like tiny. Yeah, so yeah. like the blogs now are totally different. Oh, totally. But I wanted to tell you that it started to be a joke in my house. So when Max had his foot injury and he was crying hysterically and he wouldn't stop. And I was like, and I was right. And, and I was like, and I was like this, like pulling my hair. And Ella was like, and I was like, she just made me laugh. And I was like, oh my God, I can write about this. So it started to be a joke yeah. that when things were really stressful, I was like, okay, this is good. I'm going to write about it. I'm going to learn about it. It's going to be great. <laughs> Thank you for reading my book. Thank you for being my book club. Thank you for being my first podcast. And this, <laughs> was, this was so fun. I had no idea what to expect and I had the best time. Thank you for tuning in to the Whiny Palooza podcast. If you like what you heard, please be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. While you are there, leave a review. I love to hear your feedback. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.